Hi, Santa here. I just needed to tell you two things before Urban Tusky's next story. First, Chaim's fine. Just got some paint in his ears. Also, thanks so much for listening. Rybikovsky showed me how many people listen on Aki Radio. I can't believe people in Australia and the Netherlands listen. That's for me. I gotta go. Thanks. Boy, this is really, really exciting. Yes, Beryl, it's so exciting. What was the last time we went on a field trip in school? Hmm, maybe like four years ago we went on a trip to a field to play ball on Log Bomer. I know this is like the best in the whole wide world. And and this fancy-dancy vehicle we're traveling in? Sammy, it's not so fancy. It's Rebby's car. Oh, well, it's still fancy. I mean, what was the last time you traveled in a car that had as many rips in the back seat as this one does? Mm, Sammy, I don't think you should say that so loud. Rebbe might hear you. And and look, it's Geschmack. Rebbe made sure that the walls of the car, it's mamish like Chris Yamsov. The walls of the car have food on it. Look at that. There's a lollipop stuck to that wall. There's a little bit of peanut butter stuck to that wall. I don't think Rebbe had that on purpose. I think Rebbe's kids kind of left a little bit of a mess in the car, but we shouldn't say anything loudly because Rebbe might hear Rebbe's, Rebbe's not going to hear. He's talking to Avramo in the front seat. Actually, how come Avramo's sitting in the front seat? Well, Sammy, it's not fair. It's not fair. I want this in the front seat. Sammy, you, you, you can't sit in the front seat. You're not tall enough. Well, Avramo's not old enough. Yeah, but there were not enough seats in the car. It's not safe. Avramo called his parents, and Rebbe said that his parents could make the decision. Beryl, you're a nice guy. You, you, you really try to make everyone feel good and, and down the obstacles to everyone. Do you know that Vremel called his parents? It's none of my business, Sam. It's not yours either. Okay, okay. Anyway, I can't wait till we get there. This is so exciting. Where are we going again? We're going to the house of Rabbi Gershon Friedman. Why are we going to his house? Don't you remember what Rebbe said? No, I forgot. Rabbi Gershon Friedman is a super Tamil Chacham. He learns in Kolel, in the Kolel Gur Aryeh. I know. And he's been learning in the Kailal since he was married. Okay. And he was married like 700 years ago. Beryl, Rabbi Gershon Friedman was not married 700 years ago. Maybe 600, not 700. <laughs> Sammy, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. He's married for a long time. And he's a super duper Tamil Chacham. Okay, but... But why are we going to a super-duper Tamil Chacham's house? I mean, Rebbe himself is a super-duper Tamil Chacham. We have Rebbe teaching us. Yeah, but remember what Rebbe said about his project? Oh, that's right. I forgot all about it. Rabbi Gershon Friedman has that incredible project in his garage. That's right. Hey, Ziesel. Yeah? Why are you being so quiet? Because you and Sammy are schmoozing, so I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, okay. Listen, Ziesel. Are, are, are you excited? Beryl, I'm always excited to go to out-of-school. I know, I know. But I don't remember. I, I think I was out of class when Rebbe talked about what, what we're going to see. Oh, Rebbe Gershon Friedman, this big, gigantic, super Tamil has spent years learning, studying the parts of Gemara that teach about making clothes for Shabbos. So we're going to buy some white shirts and new suits for Shabbos? 
No. We're going to see how you make a white shirt and black socks and Shabbos shoes? No, 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 no. He, I'm talking about the time of the Gemara. Sammy, help him out. Zizel. Remember how we learned in Hilchus Shabbos, Melechus Shabbos, all these different steps of making clothing? Um, I guess. Remember Gozes and stuff like that? Right, of course, the fair. Right. So, remember all those different Melechus? So, Rabbi Freeman, he spent his lifetime. Really? Even when he was a little kid? No, you know what I mean. He spent a long time trying to learn exactly how to do the malacha. Actually, I wonder why he, he wants to know how to do the malacha. Why would you want to learn how to do a malacha on Shabbos? That doesn't make sense. It makes more sense to learn how not to do the malacha. Oh, 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 right. I forgot. I forgot. Rebbe said. Rebbe said. He's trying to figure out what exactly happened and he has models of all these different things and all these different things that are described in the Mishnah and in the Gemara and, and in the, and, and in the, and in, in the Shulchan Aruch about different things. Ah, and we're going to his, he's going to give us a presentation. Just then, the rabbit called from the front of the car. Um, uh, Beryl, could you look behind you and see if the uh, van is following us? Okay, Rabbi. Rabbi, um, I can't really see out the back window. Why not? Uh, there's a lot of stuff in the way. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. I was transferring the suitcases from my mother's house. Uh, all right. Uh, let me, um, you know what? Maybe just uh, unbuckle yourself for a second and stand up and look in. Okay, Rabbi. Uh, actually, Rabbi. Yes, Sammy? It's, is it possible that it's dangerous? Oh, you're right. Okay, um, fine. Don't worry about it. Well, hopefully, hopefully the van's following us. All right, here we are. We're going to turn into this driveway here and then drive up this road here and down that driveway over there. And a few minutes later, they were outside the house of Rabbi Friedman. Rabbi Friedman lived in a house that was at the edge of town because Rabbi Friedman had a very, very large piece of land. He inherited it from his father, who inherited it from his father. It used to be a farm. And he had a big, gigantic house with a big, gigantic garage, plus many other little houses on the property. And in this big, gigantic garage, everyone knew, Rebbe Friedman had arranged to have a mini-museum relating to the Malachos of Shabbos. And in this museum, he had a whole section dedicated to the Malachos relating to making clothes on Shabbos. All the boys got out of the car. Beryl got out. Sammy got out. You have to close the door. And Sammy closed the door on Ziesel's foot. Ouch! Sammy! Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see that. I thought you were getting out the other side. Sorry. Okay. They walked up to the door of the house. The Rebbe knocked on the door with his tummy them behind him. And the door opened. And this very hush of a looking man, very tall and regal, with a long salt and pepper beard, that means a beard that was black and white, stood in the doorway. Shalom Aleichem. Oh, what's Machmin Rabbi Gold? Baruch Hashem. And these are your Talmidim. Am I Talmidim? Very beautiful, very beautiful. I've heard from the Rosh Hashiva that he sometimes gave a fair to your Talmidim. Oh yeah, he did. And he said they did beautifully. Rabbi Gold said, he did. I mean, uh, yeah, 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 they, they, they did beautiful. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they did beautiful. Very good. Beautiful. I'm glad that you're here. I get the opportunity to uh, share some of my my learning with you. Thank you, Rabbi Friedman. And the Talmidim all know that Rabbi Friedman is an expert in many areas of Torah. I'm not an expert. Uh, 
I, I tried my best. I learned, you know, I've been learning in Kale Gorei for a while. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, you know, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, my uh, situation is such that I can sit and learn. Yeah, thank you. We really appreciate your time. No problem, no problem. All right. Um, Talmidim, let's do whatever Rishon says. Okay, good. All right, let's do what I say. First, everyone come inside and take a drink of water if you're thirsty. Go to the bathroom if you need the bathroom. I know you've made a little trip out here. And then, um, uh, if you want, there's some cookies on the table. Cookies, Sammy said. Are they chocolate chip? Oh, they're oatmeal. Oh. Oatmeal cookies? Are they kosher? Uh, are they kosher? Of course they're kosher. Uh, just checking because I don't really like oatmeal cookies, but if they're kosher, maybe I'll have one. What's your name, young man? Uh, my name is Sam. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. I've heard a lot about you. It's all not true. Really? I heard you're a nice boy. Is that not true? No, that's true. I heard that you uh, try to learn a lot of Torah. Uh, that's true. And I heard that sometimes you enjoy having fun. That's true also. And I uh, heard that you're uh, making fun for other people. And that's true. You didn't hear anything else? What else would I hear? Uh, any Lashon Hara? I don't know about you, but I don't listen to Lashon Hara. Oh, <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Why, why? Is there some Lashon Hara I should know about you? Rabbi Friedman said with a sparkle in his eye and a smile on his lips. Uh, no, no, no Lashon Hara about me. <laughs> about my brother Chaim, maybe. Excuse me? No, nothing, nothing, nothing. A few minutes later, the boys were in the doorway of this big, gigantic garage. And it was filled two floors full of different items relating to Hilcha Shabbos. All right, come. I want to show you this section where we learn about some of the malachas that are more complicated relating to Hilcha Shabbos. Over here, you see, I have set up the frame of a loom. A big, gigantic loom over here. And the first thing we're going to learn is about the idea of leashing. Because leashing is part of the process of making clothing. Uh, who's there? Oh, yes, Sammy. Is that why we have a tag in the back of our clothing? A tag in the back of your... Yeah, you know, my shirt, we have a tag. What is it going to do with leashing? Well, because that way your parents could attach a leash to your clothing. No, that's not what leashing means. Leashing actually means setting up the loom. So first we're going to set up what's called the warp. Yes, Sammy, I see you're a kid who has a lot of questions. Rabbi Gold smiled and he said, Rabbi Friedman, you don't have to answer all of Sammy's questions. Why not? Of course, that's what we're here for, questions. Okay, just, I warned you. Um, okay, yeah, what's the question, Sammy? Um, if it's warped, shouldn't you throw it out? Because that's what we do when we build our sukkah, and there's boards that are warped, and they're all bent out of shape, so we throw them out. Ah, good question, Sammy. But the warp, also known as the chassis, doesn't mean that it's bent out of shape. The warp is the string that we're going to set up over here from going from one side to the other. But you see, if I spent time setting it up now, it would take me many hours. So I have this loom with nothing on it. And now we move over one little couple steps over here to this space. Yes, young man, what's your name? Uh, my, my name is Yukusil. Uh, yes, Yukusil. 
is this how you make your clothing? <laughs> Good question. It's not. If I made my clothing myself, I would not be able to change my shirt every day. Why? Yikosil asked. Your hands would be too tired to do the buttons? No. <laughs> Nothing to do with my hands being tired. It would be that I, didn't only have, I wouldn't have more than one shirt, or maybe two shirts. Yes, Yikosil. Uh, um, I also only have one Shabbos shirt. Yeah, but I'm not talking about Shabbos shirts. I'm talking about any shirts at all. Oh, but then you'd smell. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the point. Baruch Hashem, I, I just use this for displays. But in big companies, they have the same idea, but it's it's a little more um, advanced because it's all electronic and machine run. And Mitch, maybe your Rebbe will show you uh, uh, um, some sort of uh, uh, video or something that, that will show you that. Yes? What's your name? Uh, my name's Vulin. My parents don't let me watch videos. Okay, so... So my rabbi can't show me a video about it because because I'm not allowed to watch videos. Rabbi Gold spoke up. Zulu, yes. You remember how I asked your parents if you're allowed to watch the Chafetz Chaim Heritage Foundation video or the Rosh Chodesh Project video? Yeah, and they said yes. Yeah. Well, this video that I would show you is the same kind of video. It's an educational video about making clothing relating to Hilchah Shabbos. So, so your parents would let, okay? Oh, thanks, Rabbi. Um, Rabbi Freeman, we're ready. All right, so over here, we have the warp set up. And now this way is, we're going to weave the clothing using something called the weft. Yes, Sammy. Is it possible, Rabbi Freeman, that that's your right, not your left? Oh, yes, yes, that's true. It's called the weft. Um, Rabbi Freeman? Yes? You put on your shoes in the morning? Of course. Mm -hmm. Well... You're supposed to put on your right shoe and then your left shoe. Do you put on your left shoe first and then your left shoe? What do you mean? Well, because you said that that's the weft and it's really the right. So if you call the weft and the left the same thing and the right and the left, I'm, I'm confused. But, but you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. But like I said, this here is called the weft. Rabbi Friedman, yes, Sammy. Do you drive a car? I do. Is it possible it's dangerous for you to drive a car? Why? Because that's not your left. That's your right side. And if you make a left turn with your left signal and you're really making a right turn instead of a left, you're going to crash. I think I know the problem. Sammy, this is spelled W-E-F-T. It's also called the Erev. Rabbi Friedman, we know a lot about Hilchah Shabbos. Rabbi Gold teaches us a lot. And Rabbi Friedman, the Eruv goes around the city. This can't be the Eruv, because this doesn't go around the city. Oh, unless you put it in your car and drive it around the city, then maybe it could be the Eruv that goes around the city. Oh, no, no, not Eruv, Erev. Erev means the wet, the... Uh, Erev means the wire, the, uh, the string that goes through the the loom from side to side. Well, whatever. You'll see as we do it. Okay. Now, in order for this to work, we have to have something called the nearin. Yes, Sammy? Is that called the near out? What? Well, you pointed to that piece over there and you said that's the near in. So that must be the near out, the other piece, or the far out or far in. Or which one is it? 
Nirin is a Hebrew word. Ah, nun yud resh yud nun, and that's the special um, um, equipment that the string is going to go through. That's going to help lift the wires of the warp up and down, so that the weft could go through the warp and create clothing. Amen, King Yiraton. What does that mean, Sammy? It means I didn't really understand what you said. All right. Well, you be patient. You'll see it. But before we do everything else, we have to do something called Oseh Shtebatinirin. Oseh Shtebatinirin is we set the heddles. Okay, Beryl, 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 you, Maishi, uh, Shmuel, Yehuda, Yekusiel, you, you're my team. Come over here. Avramo, you can pick your teammates, and we're going to have a heddle over here, and you can have a heddle over here, and we're going to play football. <laughs> Rabbi Friedman, thanks so much for letting us play football in your garage. Football. Yeah, yeah. You said we're playing, having a football. We're going to get in the huddle, and then we're going to have a go. Well, something okay, go. Sat down and hike, right? No, that's not exactly what I meant. Oh, setting the huddle means you put a ring on some string. Why is the string getting married? Here, here. Let me let me point you. Let me see here. This is what it looks like. Oh, that's what it looks like. You mean you're supposed to try to kick the football? Through that little tiny ring that's attached to that string? You mean that's why there's so many little rings? So if you miss one ring, you get it through the other. But I think the football might be too big for that. Oh, Rabbi Freeman, you mean the football that we use in Mrs. McGillicuddy's class during class when we were bored? We made those little paper footballs and we did like field goal kind of stuff. No, Sammy, I, I need to move on. Oh, what? C- c- could I have your shed? Could I have your garage? What do you mean? If you're moving on to another city, could I have your garage? No, I'm not moving on to another city. I'm just, I'm, I'm continuing my, my, my tour. I'm, 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 let, me, let me continue. Okay. Oreg is weave. Yes, Sammy. I'm, I'm ready. What are you ready for, Sammy? Weave what? Um, weave clothes. Weave clothes the door. Weave clothes what? No, 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 no. Not weave like we have. Weave like as in W-E-A-V-E. You're having a lot of um, hearing trouble today. Um, not really. I'm just trying to understand what's going on. And, and I want to make it clear because it's Tilchah Shabbos. I don't want to make a mistake. And Chas by mistake, do something wrong. For example, if, if weave means weave, and then I would tell my father, we've got to go to Shul. I don't want to Chas Shalom do it. All right. All right. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So this here is used for Oreg for a cloth. Okay. Who wants to help me out? Oh, you look like a nice, nice person. Avramo? All right, I need somebody to go through the two sets of string of the weft so that we can start to make cloth. That's a great choice, Rabbi Friedman, Sammy said. Put off Remmel in the weave. Make him part of the cloth. Then he won't be part of our class. <laughs> He'll be part of your cloth. Then he won't be part of our class. Sammy's not funny. Sorry, Rabbi Gold. Okay. All right, so here, Remmel, you take this, this, this piece. It's called the shuttle. I'm taking the shuttle. Where am I going? To the airport? No, no, no. It's called the shuttle because you're going to shuttle it back and forth under the strings. Here we go. Ready? Go this way. Good. Now go that way. Good. Um, Rabbi Freeman, I just didn't do anything. That's the point. You see, that's exactly what the Bate Niren does. Is the Bate Niren makes it that it locks 
the string into place by going up and down, up and down. So now we're going to do it again, but this time I'm going to show you how to move the batinirin. And Rabbi Freeman showed them how to move the batinirin. Every boy got the opportunity. Wow, they were so lucky to start weaving the cloth, throwing the shuttle back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and up and down, up and down, up and down. And the cloth was getting a millimeter to a centimeter and it got bigger and bigger from a half an inch to an inch to three inches to five inches to six inches. And they were actually weaving cloth. The boys were thinking it was an incredible thing. And every time Rabbi Freeman was trying to make sure that they knew what it meant. And they said, okay, you remember you're being irig. And let me hear you. What are you doing? I'm waiting. I'm bored. No, no, no. You can seal. What are you doing? Uh, um, I forgot. Sammy, what are you doing? We're making a rag. No, we're doing iron. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what I meant. And, and what, what are we doing iron on? Um, 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 zoom. We're doing it on zoom. Cecil, you're not doing it on zoom. You're doing it on a loom. A loom. That's the name of the equipment we're doing it on. Is loom. It's not the zoom. Okay. Um, okay. And what is, what is the wires that go? What are the strings that go from this side to this side? What are they called? What are they called? What are they called? Yes, Sammy? Throw them in the garbage. What? They're called warp. Oh, that... <laughs> okay, okay, good way to remember. They're called warp. Okay, great. And and you remember what they're called in Hebrew? Who knows what they're called in Hebrew? Um, anybody, anybody? Yes. Yes, Elio. Um, they're called something like... Drink. Drink is an English word. It has to do with drink. That's why I was remembering it. Um, drink, 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 liquid. Uh, Mayim. It's called Mayim. No, no, no. Um, I don't remember. It's called shasi. Oh, that's what it was. Shasi in Hebrew is to drink. Oh, that's good. Okay, okay. So we have something Sammy called out. So it comes out that when you have a when you have a loom that's not on Zoom, you have something bent because it's warped, and you drink it. Uh, shasi. Okay, I guess you can say that. I guess so. Okay. Now, who remembers the name of this piece that goes up and down? The one that goes up and down. Yes, David. Um, uh, 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 foreign, like foreign country or something? No, no, no. Sam, you got you confused. It's Nirin. Oh, right, right. Not foreign, it's Nirin, right? Okay, Nirin, Nirin. Okay, excellent. Who remembers what the name of these rings are that go over here on this string? Yes, Sammy. Mazeltov. What? <laughs> the, the, the string got a ring on it, so it's Mazeltov. Come on, Sammy, don't joke. What is it called? I forgot. Okay. They're called, anybody know? Yes, Rabbi Gold? Um, Rabbi Freeman, I'm sorry, I'm, sure they, uh, I'm not sure if you said what they're called. Oh, you know, you're right. I I, I forgot. They're called tabaos. A tabaas is a ring. Okay, very good. Who remembers, who remembers what this string going across the other direction is called? Who remembers what it's called? Who remembers what it's called? Uh, yes, Aaron. Um... Um, tie your shoes. Tie my shoes? Isn't that what Sammy said it's called? No, 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 no. But Sammy was talking about tying your shoes. There's nobody... Uh, yeah, but Aaron, he, he was asking a question. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, if I, if I, uh, that was nice of me to say. No, Aaron, not correct, but, but good try, good try. Uh, anybody else? Sammy? Yes, it's called your right. Huh? I'm kidding, it's called your left. No, no, not left, not left. What do you say? Yes, yes, Morty. Uh, it's called, um, what's it called? Oh, weft, weft. Yeah, weft, weft. Excellent, excellent, very good, okay. All right, all right. And who remembers um, the English word for this piece that goes back and forth with the string? Who remembers what that means? Um, who remembers what that means? Yes, you can seal. 
Uh, I think it means airport or something like that. Oh, no, no, no. It means taxi. Uh, the taxi, right. It's called a taxi. <laughs> Close. It's called a shuttle. Uh, that's what I meant. It, it's the same thing. It's just the ones, one's a van, one's a, one's, a, one's a car. Excellent. Very good. Beautiful. Excellent. Okay, I'm glad you guys know this so well. And, and who remembers what the whole malacha, what the whole malacha process is called? Nobody knows. Okay. Uh, making clothes. That's what it's called. Okay. Making clothes. And who knows, um, who knows, um, how many malachas there are in total in the process of making clothing. Yes. Rabbi Gold? Uh, I, I never really told the Talmudian that, that information. Okay. Okay. Um, does anybody know? Does anybody know? Yes. What's your name? I can't hear you. Maishi. I have a sore throat. Okay. I think 13. Okay. Sounds right. Sounds good to me. 13. Excellent. That's a lot of steps to making clothing. And um, let's see. Anything else I have to ask you? Okay. Um, here's this. Okay. One last question. Who had a good time today in my special museum? And all the boys raised their hand. Ah, Baruch Hashem. I'm very glad. Okay. On your way out, please feel free. We have a little bit of a sample of some material made on these looms. The one that we made today, we're going to leave there and we're going to add to it as different classes come and visit me and different people visit me. And you can take a sample with you. And of course, yes, Sammy, could I take a few samples and make them into a yamuka? Uh, I appreciate you asking, but I'd rather not because I, because I don't want to have to make too much. Sometimes I have to do this and make, make the samples, but, but I'd rather, I'd rather just take one sample. That's enough. Okay. Very good. All right, and on your way out, I think my wife might have put out more cookies by mistake. By mistake? I'm joking. She might have put more cookies out, and you can take a couple with you, and I think there's a can of soda available for each person. And maybe even, oh, look at that. She even put out some Mike and Ikes. Avramo, yes, Rabbi? You may not take the bowl and dump the stuff into your pocket. Rabbi, how does Rabbi know I was about to do that? Uh, Avramo, remember at the Siam? Uh, but Rebbe, that was different. It wasn't different. You don't walk away with 60 mic and eggs when everyone else gets none. I'm sorry, Rebbe. Okay, good. All right. Rabbi side, we're going back to cars. We have to leave. And they left and they went back to school. When they got back to school, Rabbi Gold said, Talmidim, Rabbi Freeman just gave us so much of his time. So long he spent telling us about Eirig, the Malach of Eirig, and the warp, and the weft, and the right, I mean, and the, and the, and the Shasi and the Erev. Imamish was so kind to us. We have to properly thank him. So I want each of you to work on thanking him. Either you can write a letter, or you can call him up, or you could uh, contact him somehow. Let him know that you appreciate what he did. We're not doing it as a class, we're doing it individually. And come in and, 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 and tell me what you did. And I'll give a check by your name to show that you showed Akar Shatayv. And then if everyone does it, by the end of the week, Mirza Hashem will be able to have extra recess on Monday. Wow. Sammy came home that day. He was thinking to himself, what could I do? What could I do to show how much I appreciated the information that I learned from this rabbi? I mean, from this very big, gigantic Tamil Chacham. And he came home, and he sat down eating his cookies, drinking his milk. And he said to his mother, What could I do to thank this big Talmud Chacham for helping 
me learn such amounts of Torah. Just then, Ellie walked in. Ah, uh, Sammy? Yes, Ellie? I heard you say that somebody was a big Tamil Chacham. Yeah. How big? How big? Yeah. Was he like four feet? Was he five feet? Maybe he was ten feet? Or Moshe Reno, he was 20 feet tall. He was 10 amos, my Rebbe said. Um, I, I meant big time of like he knows a lot of Torah. How do you know he's a big time of Did you give him a test? <laughs> uh, no, Ellie, I, I didn't give him a test. So how do you know? Maybe he's not a big time of Well, uh, my Rebbe said. Oh, your Rebbe gave him a test. I, I guess so. Okay, fine. His mother said, you know, Sammy, I think, you know how sometimes when you go to somebody's house, you bring them a little gift? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why not bring him a gift? Give him something nice. You know, maybe something he enjoys, maybe a little, something he gives candy for kids or wine for adults. You know, why don't you, why don't you find out what he, what he enjoys? That's a great idea, Ima. It's a great idea. Thank you, thank you. You know what, Ima? I, I'm, I, I'm gonna do that. But before I do that, is it possible that I can have a few more cookies? No, Sam, you've already had six cookies. I think that's enough. We need to leave some for Chaim. And Ellie has to eat some, and, and I think Tati wants to eat some cookies when he comes home, because he has to go out to a meeting before supper. Okay, fine. And he made an alamichya, and he went to the other room. He found the book which had the names of all the people in the community. He looked at the name for Rabbi Gershon Friedman, and he called him up. Hello, Rabbi Friedman said. Hi, Rabbi Friedman. Shalom Aleichem. Who is this? This is Sammy. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. Thank you so much for calling. Ah, I get to speak to you twice in one day. That's such a privilege. Tell Chaim that. What? Nothing. Anyway, the point is that I'm calling because I wanted to know what you like. What I like? Yeah, what, 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 what do you like? I like, I like to learn Torah. Um, okay, but I, that's not going to help me. Oh, well, what do you need to know? I, I want to know, like, what you like to eat or like to drink. Do you like um, candy? Um, not particularly. I try to keep healthy, and I don't want to have to go to the doctor and have some cavities filled, so I don't really eat too much candy. Um, do you like baby eating fruit? I eat fruit. I eat fruit. I eat them. Okay, what kind of fruit? All different kinds. Mm-hmm. Do you like eating apples? Sure. How about oranges? That's nice too. How about pomegranates? Uh, sometimes I rush on the time to eat pomegranates. How about kumquats? Um, I don't know what those are. Neither do I, but I've heard that fruit. Um, what else, what else would you like to, what else would you like to find out? Oh, and what do you like to drink? Do you like to drink soda? Um, not, not, not specially. Uh, uh, oh, I know, you probably, you, rabbis, a lot of the rabbis like seltzer. Um, I happen to not like the bubbles in seltzer. Um, 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 oh, I know, a good yeshiva bakar likes a good bottle of beer. Do you, do you want a bottle of beer? Do I want a bottle of beer? I, I mean, I mean, whoops, I asked the question wrong. I mean, I mean, do you, do you like beer? Um, beer hummets? That was very funny, Rabbi Friedman. That's very funny. Beer hummets. <laughs> uh, no, I meant like beer, like, you know, uh, like, um, like the kind you drink. Um, no, no, I, I actually, I, I really enjoy drinking water. Really? On Shabbos at your Shabbos Suda? To make your Shabbos Suda chashuv, you put a, you put a bottle of water on your table? <laughs> no, no. On Shabbos, I, I enjoy having a, a nice bottle of wine. Oh, okay. Why, why are you asking? Um, for a reason. Don't, don't, um, for a reason, for a reason. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, be well. All right. Ma? Yes? I, I know, I know what I'm supposed to give him now. Okay. I'm going to give him a present of a bottle of wine. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. In the basement, we have a lot of different bottles of wine. You can pick one. 
Okay, good. Uh, can I pick two? Sure. That's great. Great. Okay, great. Okay, now, mm-hmm. now I need to go and let me see here. Ma, where's all your jewelry? My jewelry? It's upstairs in my drawer. Um, okay, um, um, do you have a lot of gold jewelry? Um, I do. Okay, great. So, um, could you do me a favor? Could you put up a pot of water? Pot of water? Yeah, um, pot of water and, and get it boiling. I'm going to go get your jewelry. You're going to what? I'm going to get your jewelry. And what are you going to do with my jewelry? Uh, put it in the pot of water. What, you're trying to clean it for Pesach or something? No, no, I'm going to melt it down. You're going to what? I'm going to melt all your gold jewelry down into a big, liquidy amount of gold. You are not going to do such a thing. But Ma, I have a mitzvah to do it. A mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, it's a big mitzvah. My Rebbe told me. Your Rebbe told you that you're supposed to take my jewelry, put it into a big pot of gold, and melt it down. No, no, not into a pot of gold. Put it into a pot and melt the gold down into liquid gold. What are you going to do with the liquid gold? I, I'll tell Ma in a second. You know what, Ima? Ima, it's true. You know what, maybe we should wait a minute. Don't put the pot up. I have to make a phone call first. Okay. A few minutes later, Sammy comes back. Okay, Ma, we're all set. We're all set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is that big truck out the window? Yeah, that's, I called them. I called them. That's one of the kids in my class. His uncle is a farmer. And he, he has, yeah, he, he brought, what's he doing? What's, he's lowering a ram from that big truck. Is, is that a cow? No, Ma, that's a bull. It's a bull. A what? It's a male cow. A cow really is a female. And a bull is a male. It's a male cow. You see the big horns on top? I do. What's it doing in my front yard? Well, that's why I need your jewelry. Because I need to melt it down. Because I need to put gold on his horns. You need to put gold on his horns. Why are you putting gold on his horns? Because that's part of the mitzvah. What's it, gang man? We're going to wait for Tati to come home to discuss this. Okay, I can wait, because anyway, I have to go next door. Sammy ran next door to his neighbor, and he knocked on the door. Uh, Shalom Aleichem, Mr. Bressler. Oh, yeah, how are you doing? Shalom Aleichem, how are you doing? Uh, I know you have a lot of musical instruments, right? I do, I do. Uh, that's what I do for a living. I, I play music. Thank you. So could you do me a big favor? Could I borrow a flute? Borrow a flute? Or oh, better yet, do you want to play flute for me? Um, maybe. When should I do it? In about an hour. In an hour. And where should I play the flute? Well, we're going to walk from my house. Starting at my house, we're going to go on a little walk. And you'll play flute as I'm walking. Um, if I'm available, I, I could try. Excellent. Okay, good, good. We're all set. Perfect. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see here. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know what I need to do. One more thing I need to do. Amaz, your jewelry cooking already? My jewelry is not cooking until Tati comes home. But Ma, I have to get going because otherwise it's going to get dark and then you're not going to let me go out. I'm going to wait till Tati gets home. Oh, I guess if we can't, we can't. Okay, whatever. Let's see here. Oh, here's a beautiful basket. Ma, can I use this basket? You mean my silver basket that we use for the challah every Shabbos on the table? What are you going to do with it? I'm going to take it and, and use it for my for my plant to say thank you to Rabbi Freeman for his for his generosity. Okay, are you going to bring it back? I'm not sure. I forgot. I forgot if I'm going to bring it back. You forgot if you're going to bring it back? How can you forget something that you didn't do yet? Um, because if I bring it back or not bring it back, it's really a machlokas, a shaila, and I, I don't remember the answer. I am really confused, Sammy. I'm very, very confused. Okay, but anyway, I have to run. Um, could you could you unlock the computer password? Because I need to print the sign. Okay, here we go. Let's print the sign here. Beautiful. Okay, now uh, let's get a board from the sukkah here. Okay, okay, very good. 
Chaim came into the dining room as Sammy was putting his final staples into the sign and the board. Why do you have a sign that says stand up? Well, because as I'm walking through the streets, I'm going to expect everybody who sees me to stand up. What if they're driving? They have to stop their car and stand up. That's Derek Eretz. I'm going to be involved in a mitzvah. And it says in the Mishnah is that when people are involved in a mitzvah, you have to stand up. Ma, is the jewelry boiled yet? Not yet. Oh, Tati. Oh, Ta. Baruch Hashem. Okay, Tati. Sammy wants me to jewel, to cook my jewelry and turn it into liquid gold so he can put it on the... Uh, where are you going to put it? On the horns of the cow. On the horns of the cow. That's right. Sammy, why? 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 What's going on? Because my Rebbe said we have to appreciate and thank Rebbe Freeman for all he did. And I'm going to thank Rebbe Freeman by bringing him a gift. I'm going to bring him a gift of... Wine, because Rabbi Freeman loves wine. Every Shabbos, he says he drinks lots and lots of wine. He really said that? No, I, he didn't say that. I just made it up. But but he said he drinks wine on Shabbos. Okay. And the Gemara says, Kol Amevi, Doren, um, Doren. I forgot the rest of it. But anyway, the Gemara says that anyone who brings a gift to a Talmud Chacham, it's like they're bringing Bikurim. And I learned Mishnah's Bikurim recently. And the way they brought Bikurim was they took a cow and they put gold on his head and then they took a beautiful basket and they put the fruits inside the basket and they decorated the basket. That's why I have the flowers over there. Those are the flowers from my garden. Yes, ma. For a mitzvah, it's a good thing. Okay? And the, the, the flowers. And then I have also, I also have the, the, the flute. Mr. Russell is going to play, play the flute for us as we walk. And I have the size to make sure everyone stands up. It's going to be a really geschmack experience. Um, okay. So can we have the jewelry? Um, I, I have a better idea. What's that, Ta? Why don't you take a can of spray paint and spray the horns gold? But is that really gold? I guess so. It's gold in the can, right? Probably they melted gold down and put it in the can. Really, Ta? They melted gold down and put it in the can? Uh, probably that's how they get spray paint. Yeah, isn't that how they do it? How did they get blue spray paint? Um, they melt down something blue and they put it in the can. Uh, okay, Ta. Okay, perfect. But actually, I'm not sure if I can spray paint the cow's corns because because it belongs to my friend's uncle, and I asked him if I can put gold on top and then take it off. And ma, if you melt your gold down, I'll make it into jewelry afterwards. I'm not going to let you do that, Sammy. Sammy got all ready. He put together his basket. He decorated it. Put the put the wine in the basket. He put the flowers around the wine. He put the cellophane on it. He made everything beautiful, and he knocked on Mr. Bressel's door. Mr. Bressel came out, and Mr. Bressel said, "What tune am I supposed to play?" Um, actually, I, I'm not sure what they played when they brought Bikurim, but I'd like to play the following tune. You know, the one about Shri Shabbos tune? Oh, that's that tune. Okay, okay. Um, all right. And and I'm going to sing a song. I have here, I see a speaker. Oh, I do see. That's a pretty loud speaker. That's right. I'm going to sing into it as we walk down the street and everyone's going to hear me and everyone's going to see my signs and stop. And everyone's going to stop as we bring this to Rabbi Friedman. Okay, okay. Um... Why do you have a backpack with you? It has my pajamas and my blanket inside. Why? Well, because Ray Freeman lives about four miles away, and I might need to take a nap on the way. Okay. Are we walking four miles? Uh, we're going to try. Really fast, though, okay? Uh, okay. Here we go. Ready? You start playing the instrument. You start playing your, your flute thingy. Okay. And Mr. Bristol began to play. And Sammy began to sing. All the neighbors had come out as they heard the hustle and bustle and saw a cow eating grass on their front lawn. 
Sammy's Rebbe happened to be driving by on his way somewhere, and he stopped his car, and he couldn't believe his eyes. A news reporter from the from the newspaper stopped by, and he called all his friends, and there were now hundreds of people watching and seeing what was going on. And Sammy now had an audience for his first concert ever. And Sammy began to sing. Get ready to do the mitzvah, the mitzvah of Ikurim. With a cow horns covered in gold, we'll go happy and be bold. A present in a basket, ever so fine, to bring through the Talmud Chacham. A gift of wine. With singing and dancing, with singing and dancing, we'll say thanks to him. And everyone heard Sammy sing the song. And they clapped. And Sammy said to himself, if they're clapping, I must sing it again. Here we go. Get ready to do the mitzvah, the mitzvah of Bikurim. With cow's horns covered in gold, we'll go happy and be bold. A present in the basket, ever so fine to bring the Tom Chacham. A gift of wine, the singing and dancing. We'll say thanks to him. And when he finished the song for the eighth time, and he had walked only about 25 feet because there were so many people in his way, Sammy's father and mother came over to him. Sammy, this is beautiful. Sammy's Rebbe came running over. Sammy, I can't believe it. You don't even need to tell me that you worked on giving Hakara Satayev to Rabbi Friedman. I see your mom is doing it with the best, best, best possible way. I'm, I'm very impressed. Yes, yeah, Sammy, his father said. The problem is, it's been 20 minutes and you've walked 25 feet. You're never going to make it to him on time. Could you do me a favor, Sammy? Could you let us do it this way? Let's get the cow back in the truck. Then we're going to go into the car. And behind us, somebody will drive Mr. Bressler. And he'll keep the windows open. And you could sing, and he could play. Could I maybe sit on top of the car, Sammy asked? That way when I sing, everyone will be able to hear me. You know what, Sammy? It's too dangerous. But, Rabbi Feingold? Yes. Does Rabbi Feingold, does the school have a, a megaphone so they can announce things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I have it in my car because I was going to... Bring to school because I had to use it for. Could we borrow it? Sure, sure, sure. Here, here, here. Here's Sammy. You sit in the car. You put this megaphone, the piece outside the window, and Mr. Russell will play, and you'll sing, and and it'll be mamish geschmack. Mm-hmm. At least for for you, mamish geschmack. Okay, and that's exactly what happened. Sammy sat in the car, following the truck with a big, fat cow inside with golden horns spray-painted on. The car was behind it with Sammy and his family. Mr. Breslow was behind that in a different car. And the loudspeaker was playing Sammy singing the song, Get ready to do the mitzvah. And Mr. Breslow was following, and he was really playing a different song, but nobody knew the difference because you couldn't hear the song that Mr. Breslow was playing while Sammy was talking on the megaphone anyway. It didn't matter. The cars arrived at Rabbi Friedman's house. Rabbi Friedman had heard the ruckus and he had come out of his house and Sammy jumped out of the car and he went to Rabbi Friedman with his basket and he put it in Rabbi Friedman's hands and he said to Rabbi Friedman, I'm doing the mitzvah of Kolamevi Doron L'Tabel Chacham, everyone who brings Doron to L'Tabel Chacham. And then Sammy paused. I don't even know who Doron is.
It's not a name. It means a gift. Oh, right, right, I forgot. Uh, anyone who brings a gift to Tabuchacham, Ki'ilu, maybe Bikurim, it's like he's bringing Bikurim. So here is your gift, which is like Bikurim. And I hope you like it. And Rabbi Friedman looked at the gift. He looked at the packaging. He said, this is beautiful. I love how you packaged it. I love how you put the flowers on it like they did by Bikurim, putting decorative fruits around. I loved how you made sure it's going to be something that I enjoy. And I love how you brought it here with such honor and glory and such a praise and singing and doing a mitzvah of Akar Satayv in such a beautiful way. Because that's what Bikurim is about. I'm very, very impressed. Thank you. Could I do anything for you? Actually, I was wondering, I need a new Shabbos suit. Could you weave me a Shabbos suit? Um... I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that I'm up to weaving Shabbos suits. And plus, uh, I'm not sure if I know how to do Taifer. Oh, okay, fine. Um, well, Mata, yeah, could could you get somebody to teach Rabbi Freeman how to do Taifer so that he can make me a Shabbos suit? Because he has the best weaving process in the in the world. Sammy, I think that Rabbi Freeman has a lot has a, has a lot on his plate. He does. I don't even see his plate. Where's his plate? It's an expression standing. But anyway, let, let's go home. Okay. Zagas and Trevor Freeman. Be well. And then Sammy's mother noticed. Uh, Sammy, where's my basket? I guess Trevor Freeman's keeping it. I guess that's the halacha. Um, but that basket's our Shabbos basket for, for the challah. Let me ask Trevor Freeman. Trevor Freeman, um, do you keep the basket? Do I keep the basket? Oh, you know what? Oh, you're right. I don't. I'm sorry. I almost forgot. The only baskets that we keep by Bikurim are the ones given by the poor people. They're made of wicker and wood, and they're not so fancy. But the basket's made of rich people. That kind of basket we don't keep. All right, Ma, Rabbi Freeman's keeping the basket. What? Ma, I, I heard, I heard, we're not really rich. That's what I heard you tell Tati the other day, that we're not really so rich. So, so he's going to keep your basket. What? No, Rabbi Freeman, cut. And I don't know what happened in the end. Well, I, I know what happened in the end, but not about that basket. I know what happened in the end was when Sammy got to school the next day, his friends cheered for him. Because they had all read in the newspaper, the Jewish newspaper, about the incredible experience of Sammy saying thank you. And each of them, who had said thank you in their own way, had changed their mind and decided they're also going to say thank you by bringing gifts to Rabbi Friedman. And so by the time everyone said thank you, Rabbi Friedman had enough wine to last him till the next year's Pesach.